Excessive heat, grass not growing, customers canceling. What do you do now? Well, stay tuned because I'm gonna talk to you about that next. Welcome to the Lawn Care Frank Podcast, where we help lawn care professionals like yourself start and grow their business by tackling obstacles such as finding customers, hiring talented people, spreading brand awareness, and much, much more. Now your host, Lawn Care Frank. Keep listening till the end because I've got some exciting news to share with you. What's going on, Lawn Care Pros? So today I'm here to talk to you about the extreme weather that we're having here in Texas and across the country. Here in Texas, we've had 47 days of consecutive 100 plus degree weather and it doesn't look like it's gonna end anytime soon. Well, actually it's starting to let up just a little bit, but you know, 99 degrees and we're excited to be you know, uh, seeing that. So what do you do whenever your customers are being billed on a recurring basis and you know they're calling you and saying, hey, my grass isn't growing? Do you stop billing them? Do you continue to bill them? Or do you replace that service with something else? So with 47 days of consecutive heat and the lawns aren't growing and your customer calls and says, hey, you know, you guys are coming out, really not doing anything, there's nothing to, you know, mow. What are you going to really do, right? If that's the circumstance, then obviously you want to, you know, stop mowing and respect that customer and, you know, see if you can get them on a bi-weekly basis and continue throughout the season or until at least we get some rain and we get some growing back. In the same token, if you have some of your customers or all of your customers on a reoccurring revenue model where you're charging, you know, uh, every month for you coming out a certain number of times and you're billing it on a monthly basis where, you know, it doesn't matter how many times you come out, you might get some pushback from your customer and saying, hey, you're really not coming out, you're not really doing anything. And I understand that it's not growing, but that's not my fault as the customer. So can you stop charging me for this month and, you know, we can pick up the following month. So one of the things that I would encourage you to do is, you know, talk to that customer and a lot of them will be very understanding of that. Um, talk to them and see if you can continue to do the charge. And again, some customers are not even going to say anything, but the ones that do and give you the pushback, talk to them and see if you can continue to charge and make it up towards the end of the season, right? Uh, Mrs. Jones, you know, I understand and, and it's not really, it's really out of our control as well that it's not growing. And that's why we put you on an annual basis so we can give you the same rate, you know, we're charging the same amount every month throughout the year. And I understand that we're not doing as much right now, but we're going to make it up for you at the latter part of the year, right? We're, you know, when the leaves fall or whatever, you know, we're doing the shrub work or now that the uh, shrubs are dying, we're going to have to do extra work because we're going to have to, you know, uh, pull those shrubs or whatever that is within your contract basis. So a lot of them will be very understanding of that. And again, the ones that really give you a pushback, then you obviously you want to, you know, uh, honor that and, uh, you know, at that time, evaluate whether this customer is worth keeping or not, right? Because this might be a customer that's been on your radar as being a trouble customer in the past for whatever reason, right? For every little thing that happens, they're not understanding. It's all about, you know, what can you do for them? And it's not a team thing. And it's not really about sustaining your business. 
And that's a time where you maybe you let that customer go. But generally speaking, you know, uh, most people are understanding and you should be too. So you would just push that billing for one month and say, you know, I, of course I can do that for you for one month and hopefully things will pick up. But please understand, you know, in uh, later months, if we have to do additional work, then I might have to charge you additional, you know, so it, it's kind of a give and take. So hopefully they'll be very understanding and you don't have to really deal with that. One of the other things you can do for the customer is try and educate them on watering their lawn more frequently so we can get this grass growing, right? And if they're having issues maybe with their irrigation system where they're not able to water and, you know, when it's, when, when, when they have to water by hand, it becomes even more difficult. So you want to talk to them about getting their irrigation system fixed or recalibrated or maybe even educating them on how to set those uh, zones where they're coming on more often or more frequent throughout the uh, week. So that's one opportunity for you to, you know, maybe get with an irrigation company if you're not doing that yourself and see about, you know, if they need repairs on the irrigation system and maybe some of them need a whole new irrigation system. Maybe they don't have an irrigation system. So you can maybe, you know, either do that yourself if that's something you do within your services, or you can sub that out, or you can, you know, refer that and get a referral fee from someone that does irrigation. So those are some of the things that we can do. But now the overall picture is what else can we do in order to supplement some of the income that we're losing from the mowing, right? Now, if they're having irrigation system problems and they're not watering the lawn, they're going to have the same issues with their landscaping, right? So there's some opportunities there to maybe even take out some landscaping that's, you know, maybe died off or maybe that's an opportunity for them to uh, do some flower bed cleanouts or you know, do some shrub work, replace some shrubs, maybe put in some flowers, do some landscaping or maybe some hardscaping, depending on that's the kind of stuff that you guys do within your business model. Now, if you're just doing mowing and maintenance, that becomes a little bit more challenging and it's something that we just have to weather the storm, right? And again, going back to educating the customer to really take on the responsibility of really maintaining their lawn by watering more frequently and doing the things that they need to do to make sure that, you know, their grass doesn't die. Because if we educate them that if this happens, it's going to cost a lot more money to replace that than it is if they were just water more frequently. So another opportunity that you might have if you're in the lawn mowing and maintenance side of the business is really looking at trying to get into maybe fertilization and weed control side of the business because that's a little bit more sustainable throughout the year because even if they're you know not watering as much they can still put down fertilizer that's going to give them some benefits when it comes to the health the overall health of the lawn right so we can do something like a low nitrogen uh, fertilizer that's going to be more root building and overall health of the lawn and that's something you can do, you know, if uh, you're experiencing some of these challenges in order to get some revenue in so we can, you know, get past this difficult time 
if you're again just doing mowing and uh, maintenance. And you can also look at some other opportunities that again uh, with hardscape and softscape, maybe even landscape lighting or uh, you know doing some pruning for them. Whatever you can do to kind of supplement the income that you're losing from the mowing and maintenance side will really help in getting you past this difficult time. And if those are not your core competency levels, again, you can really partner up with some of the other companies that are already doing some of those. And this is a really good opportunity for you to, you know, build those relationships with maybe the irrigation company, maybe with the hardscape company, maybe with somebody that does fertilization weed control, that tree service guy that you weren't really talking to in the past because that's something that you really didn't explore. Those are the opportunities you can really build your network of connections and really try to refer out some of these things to those people and maybe get a commission or a referral fee, something to that effect. Or maybe you can even go a little bit further and just subcontract that out. Yes, Mrs. Jones, I noticed that you know we're on your property and uh, I know your grass isn't growing, but I see this limb over here uh, in the tree that really needs to be taken care of before it does some damage. Um, if you'd like, I can give you a bid for that um, and you can give them an estimate and then maybe sub that out. If you're not really experienced in doing that, again, you can partner up within your network and talk to that tree company and say, hey, I'm going to send you some business. If I can, you know, uh, if you bid a job, can you give me like a flat fee of a hundred bucks or maybe you can give me 10% of the job, then I can continue to do these. So basically you're now, instead of being in the mowing side of the business as much, you're in the sales side of the business, right? You should really be doing that irregardless of whether we're having these difficult times or not, but this is an opportunity for you to, you know, expand your horizon and really get into uh, being more of a salesperson, right? Because again, your asset is really not uh, just mowing that customer's lawn. Your asset is in, is within that customer itself. That that customer base that you have, you can really explore and try to add revenue, whether you do some services or not at this time. You can, again, partner up, network, and get some of those businesses to help you generate some income while you continue to you know, sustain what you're doing and uh, get past this difficult time. Now, we've covered the revenue side and how to you know, generate some additional revenue and maintain what we have and continue with our business. Now, what else can you do during these downtimes in order to maybe save some money, right? Or maybe uh, explore some other opportunities that you haven't had to in the past. Well, let's look at that. One of the things that I recommend is making sure that you go through a checklist of items that you need to really do in order to uh, maintain your business in a healthy way. So, you know, make sure that you're checking to see if your insurances are intact, your maybe general liability, your workman's comp, and other insurances, and trying to really shop around and see if we can save some money in those areas, right? A uh, dollar saved is a dollar earned. So we wanna explore those possibilities there. Now we can also 
make sure that we're maintaining our equipment. Maybe if we didn't have the same amount of time, now we can really, you know, allocate someone to uh, do more of a uh, efficient job on maintaining some of the equipment. And again, that's going to put money back into your pocket because now the equipment is not breaking as often. And other opportunities here is really going through and reflecting on, you know, what we can do to make sure that we're better covered if we have these challenges in the future. So some of the things that we can reflect on is, do I need to add some services? Or again, do I need to really network with other people within the industry in order to make sure I could provide some of the services that I don't provide right now? One of the other challenges that we face as business owners is, what do we do with the crew members whenever we're having downtime, right? Or slower periods in our business or challenging times like we're having right now if our revenue gets hit. Well, if you've done the things that I've addressed earlier, like, you know, trying to get that revenue up by networking and referring out and putting on the sales hat, or maybe you have one of your crew members that's a really good salesperson, maybe you can allocate that person and that will, you know, generate income. So then we don't have to worry about cutting back on our crew members. Now, if you're not able to do that and, you know, you're running an operation of, let's say, 10, 10 crew members and you have to maybe cut back on some or you're looking at cutting back, that's, that's really a challenging thing. And especially in this environment where it's so difficult to get good, reliable help. So you really have to reflect on that, look at your numbers closely and see if you can maintain and get past this hump, again, by adding revenues through other services or with networking. But if you're not able to do that, then maybe you do have to, you know, cut one person or talk to them and say, hey, you know, I'm going to allocate you to some other part of the business or I'm going to have to, you know, cut your hours just for a short period of time, but I see, you know, things picking up in the horizon. So I want to, you know, stay connected and make sure that you're able to come back as soon as we're uh, more profitable or the business starts picking up. Now let's look at one other thing. Well, maybe this was your first season or second season, your early adopter of being in the lawn maintenance side of the business, right? And you're seeing all these challenges and you're about to give up, right? So I want to give you some words of encouragement. Like in Texas, these extreme weathers that we are uh, having right now, we haven't had the same kind of weather like this for 20 years, right? So I want to give you that word of encouragement that if you can push through this year and really develop some of the skills like I mentioned before as far as networking and being a better salesperson and you know really communicating with your customer if you can really hone in on some of these skills and these assets and really weather the storm I think you're gonna be extremely pleased with your results in the coming years so I want to really encourage you to if you are able to sustain what you have maybe Maybe you do have to do some other work or, uh, you know, a, a part-time work or whatever it takes in order to, you know, get past this hump, get past this difficult time. And once you do, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised at how well this business is and how much you can grow in this business in the coming years. 
Now here's the exciting information that I wanted to share with you. Many of you have been asking about one-on-one coaching with me. And I'm excited to announce to you that in September, I'm going to be opening up one-on-one coaching. But in the meanwhile, you can go on to my website, lawncarefrank.com forward slash coaching and fill out a form before September and I'll get with you and we can maybe get started before then. So again, lawncarefrank.com forward slash coaching, fill out the form and let's get started today. I hope this episode was helpful to you and we'll catch you in the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the Lawn Care Frank podcast. Please subscribe and visit lawncarefrank.com for more helpful tips and information.